Nope. I stopped part of the negotiation. Never in life. Um, Junior said, I'm lost in the wisdom of life. I've never read a dictionary. Well, I believe it. Look what he's done for Leilani. Do you know what it means to say you're lost in the wisdom of life? That's a bar. That's a low key bar. You're proud of that one. That's not a bar at no, all. Nas said that, you'll be like, oh my God. Who? Relax, relax, relax. Lost in the wisdom of life. What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 43 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast with your boys, Peter. Peace. Mohammed. Yo. Why are you laughing? I don't know, man. I you... Can't I say peace? No, it's because I can see your face when you said it. And I was just like, bro. <laughs> so what, I can't wish like peace upon the listeners and ourselves. Yo, of let's course go, you can. man. Of course listen, you can. I'm saying of course I can't can. like, put peace in the atmosphere. And myself, Yemi. Yo. We are coming to you for our last episode of 2020. Guys, how we doing? Yeah, man, we're all good, man. You know, good. first episode since being a 30-year-old. Oh, yes. we Yes. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, because yeah, we, yeah. we recorded the last one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, how does it feel? Shit, yeah. Feels good, man. Feel, feel all right. Yeah? Yeah. My knee was feeling a bit mad, though. I went for a run this morning, and it was... Um, I mean... Do you know what I mean? I had to do a couple extra stretches. Listen, I didn't realise that old age would hit you so quickly. Bro, but. me neither. But, yeah, no, we're here, man. We give all glory to the Most High, of course. Of course, of course, of course, of course. How and you man doing? Yeah, we're here, man. I mean, obviously, we're recording on a Saturday, and this Saturday that we're recording on has been the day that Tier 4 has come into effect, sure. pretty much. Um, so that basically means that Christmas is essentially cancelled. You cannot leave your house. Mad. You can't mix with other households. You can't even leave your area. You know what I mean? International travels banned. Crazy. And it's all a bit mad. Right. So thank you, Boris, and everybody else involved for ruining Christmas. You'll be remembered for that forever, I'm Trust sure. Me. Um, but yeah, man, it's we're here though. Never ending saga, man. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's just gonna keep. Saga. It's just gonna lockdown, stop, start, stop, start, and shout out everybody who, when the second lockdown finished, we went all the way to like central to like queue in droves and stuff to like shop or whatever. Because I'm sure that's resulted in a much more increased surge in cases as well as the new variant of Corona as well. So. Yeah. Shout out everybody for that as well. Um, we just live in a whatless nation of selfish people <laughs> and <laughs> stupid politicians. That's a great scene. That is a so. perfect. You summed that up beautifully, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. That you is me. funny, bro. You went on a great. That was amazing. That's how I feel, though, man. Hey, salute to you. Is what it is, though, man. Mohammed, how's your week been? Um, it's been a weird one. Just been working, really. Um, yeah, it's been just been working today. I guess after four o'clock. News came out that we're not working anymore. Yeah. So it's just, it's the shop stayed open, but couldn't really do anything. It's just been a weird one because I guess we kind of, we kind of got the hint that something was going to happen, just not as soon as it did. Mm. So I was mentally prepared for a lockdown. I just didn't know it was going to be a Saturday. So it was more of a team case where we were just gearing up to let the staff know what potentially can happen, what can't happen. That's about it. Well, it's because the government told you that uh, restrictions were going to be re- relaxed over Christmas. And then that just, went to shit yeah. very quickly. I think everyone knew a lockdown was coming. I just don't think anyone thought it was this anyway. Not this side of yeah. January though. Yeah, I thought it was going to be about January 10th. Yeah. yeah. January, I, was th- I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking thing, January yeah. 5th to January 10th because yeah. once New Year's died down, but it must show you the severity of what's going on for it to be now. Listen, we went off lockdown, the second one, like two, three weeks ago. Bro, yeah, my shop's been open for three, three weeks. And now we're going back into one. It is what it is though, it's isn't crazy. it? Bro? If they don't learn, you, they go in too late, come out too early. 
They don't listen to advice. They don't listen to scientists. They don't listen to anything. Is what it is, I was literally just about to book a flight to Antigua. I came very close to doing it like Better a couple of days ago. You like, may have saved you your money. Bro. Well, I thought, you know what, let me wait. Better thank God you didn't. Yeah, and that's the second time that stuff is coming handy when you, because you're also going to buy the present. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Look at yeah. the way the world works. I know, right? It's mad. Mm. Peter, how's your week, man? It's been good, man. Just working from home, settling, you know, into life as a 30-year-old. Um, yeah, man, it's been okay. Just quiet. Um, yeah, just looking forward to next year. I'm just hoping it's a lot less chaotic than, than this year, really. Um, but yeah, it's been all right, man. Can't complain too much. Any year's got to be more, less chaotic than this year. I'm saying. God willing, fam. Yeah, for real. In your week? I was Thank just asking as well. We're getting better, right? I was right there with it. We're getting better. No, don't pat yourself. I was right there, <laughs> ready to back you. Gentlemen, we're, we're gentlemen I'm not having you patting yourselves in the back for giving me the common courtesy of asking me <laughs> how I am and what I'm my week's been like. That's crazy. <laughs> Like, exactly. You sound mad. That's wild. But, um, yeah, I've had a good week. I haven't done much, to be honest. I'm still on furlough, um, you know, and just been chilling, really. Just cleaning the house. And not much else, going on walks, listening to bear music. Yeah. Finally. And, uh, yeah, man, just been chilling. Ain't done much, man. But, um, yeah, look, was was looking forward to Christmas, but obviously now it's kind of up in the air. So, yeah, yeah man, I guess we'll see. I'm uh, very happy to see the back of 2020, to be honest. Trust but um, me, man. It's a year we'll never forget. For sure. They're going to talk about 50 years. Because yeah. last year was bad, but this year's topped it by... They're, this is going to be history books. Astronomical levels, man. This is stuff your grandkids are going to come and say. You're, it's crazy, survivors. yeah. But the saving grace has been our growth. Obviously, we started the year on what? 20 episodes, and now we're on episode 43. So, you know, we're going from strength for strength and every, everything like that. Yeah, so, thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, and thank you, everybody, who's subscribed, followed, you know, even listened to a minute of us. So, we're, we're always grateful. We're always, always grateful. Big up yeah. Ireland as well. Got some special listeners out there. <laughs> big up Ireland as well. I'm pretty sure we've got special listeners in Sweden as well. So, big up them as well. Yeah, and 2021 is going to be a great year for us, you know, inshallah and all that. Um, got some big plans. Major, and, uh, major announcements coming soon. Major. Major, major announcements coming soon. We've got a lot of cool things on the way in the pipeline as well. So please stay we tuned working. for all that. We're working. We're we working. working. So stay tuned for all of that. You're going to hear a lot more different voices next year as well. Um, you know, just to freshen things up a bit. So, you know, until then, just thank you for rocking with us. But yeah, we're going to go into our roundup of 2020, y'all. Hey, so, uh, let's get into this bag. Oh, wait. Before we do that, should we talk about what we've been listening to this week? Yes. Peter, what have you been listening to this week? Um, I've been listening to... Peach Trementals mm. 3 actually Peach Trementals 3 which okay. is Pete Rock's third edition of that title of an album um, Beat Tape huh Beat Tape Beat Tape yeah man it sounded real good real smooth he um he abandoned samples and went for a live band and it might be the best one it might be the best one it better than the first really, one yeah sounds really good man really good okay so um, yeah I've been enjoying that um, I finally got a chance to check out Leanne Harvest's album which was might be her best one as well absolutely amazing man because I feel like her first album was a bit too folky for me this one was a bit more soulful um, and I, I just enjoyed what she was singing about as well so I feel like yeah this might be her best one as well so I really enjoyed that Alex Isley she um, this is an old project but I've just been revisiting this it's called um, The Beauty of Everything Part 1 which is an EP she's the daughter of one of the Isley brothers didn't she uh, Claire with Kendrick uh, That's not, oh, maybe I'm thinking of Ronald Isley I don't think she did. I might be thinking I don't think of she did. Um, but yeah, no, I checked out that EP. So R&B lovers out there, like if you're listening, check it out. It's dope. Um, Nubia Garcia finally got to check out her album, Source, which was 
it was quite a long one, man. Yeah. The, the songs are like six minutes, seven minutes long, but it sounded good though. The jazz really albums good. this year have been very long, but they've yeah. been very good. Yeah. Um, I finally got to check out Jeezy's album, which I really enjoyed. I wasn't sure about some of the placing of the songs. I feel like. Yeah, man. If it, at times, because I feel like there were songs that I really enjoyed, and then he put in a song that I didn't like so much. Um, but overall, it was a good. It was a good project, though. And then there was a song released by Robert Glasper featuring her and Michelle and Dego Cello, which I really loved. Um, so yeah, man. That's that's pretty much it, man. I've been all over the place, to be fair. But yeah, that's it. I've been sleeping on her. Like she did a performance oh, at the Mobile Awards, and what song like, did she perform? Damage. Damaged. I was like, yo, this is right. fire. But yeah. Well, when I heard damage, man. But I had my favorite non-rap song last year. Huh? Yeah. Okay. My favorite non-rap song was Slide. Mm. My favorite non-rap song, little fun fact. Bro, that, that damage song? Bruv. Don't look at me like that, bro. <laughs> bro that don't look bad. at me when you're bro, talking about this bad. shit. Bro, fuck around, made me want to go find Don't, don't look at me! <laughs> 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 Mohammed, so Mohammed, what have you been wait, listening wait, to this so week? I can't look at my guys uh, in the eye and make eye contact. Not when you're it. reciting her lyrics. No, bro. all I'm saying no, is, no, no, I wasn't even reciting yo, the lyrics. Yo, I'm going to tell you what I've been listening to. Please wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. No, because it's a joke here. Wait, man. I'm going to tell you what I've been listening to. And tell me if Peter can look me in the eye and talk this. Wait, before you start, all I want, all I wanted to say was, the song damaged by her, you know, fuck around and make me want to go find love. That's all. Right. So you looked me in the eye and you said that, yeah? Yeah, me. <laughs> Do you know who I've been listening to? First artist I've been listening to is AR Rap. Yes. That was your track of the week, this week. Nah, you can't look me in the eye. I think I want to listen to AR Rap. Why can't I look you in the eye? I dare you to look at AR Rap in the eye and see the words there. Bam, so what? I can't listen to a song and it make me want to go find love. Bro, come on, man. Do you know what's so mad, though? Um, whoever listens to this must think that like I'm just out here lonely listening to R&B songs on my lonesome. I mean, boy, if they do, I mean, they'll be correct. It's not inaccurate, is it? <laughs> I mean, Peter's not exactly lonely. Let's not do that. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> anyway, shout out AR. These views heard that shared he... by Mohammed are views of Mohammed and Mohammed only. Listen, shout out AR. Not a true reflection man. of. <laughs> <laughs> Audience, audience, we're clearly having fun with it. It's the end of the year, it's whatever. Yeah, man. I've been listening um, to ARAB. I finally got to Big Strong's project. Before uh, you do, before you go on, shout out ARAB. I heard he got stabbed in prison. Yeah, he got stabbed as well. He's so, so great. You know, so prayers, prayers up for him. him. Charlie will be all right. For sure. I salute to him. Got to finally listen to Big Strong's project. Uh, you think? rap. I got to listen to Whiskey's album finally. Mm. I'm not really mm. late on it. So I caught up on Whiskey's album. So that's about it, really. I didn't listen to too much, too much projects. It's been more non-rap to be honest with you. Like I listen to WizKids project. I've been listening to their pop songs. Don't judge me. What songs? Hey man, I don't want to get into that. No, go on. Let's talk about it, man. This is a safe space. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. This is the most unsafe safe space. You say blue. What song? All rise. Don't look at me and tell me all rise though. That's a classic though. Hey man, do you know it's a classic? Do you know it's? I've been. Don't look at me like that. It's a classic. It's my shop floor place. I've been updating in it, and it's been too much rap. So one of the customers complained. You would be the one to play all rise by blue. So I need to add I need an to, angel. I need to sprinkle a bit of depth music into it, innit? So man, I did one laugh. Yo, a, a seven foot Somalian. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say what I was about to say, listening to All Rise is mad. I've been in the shop every day. I really haven't been listening to rap music like that. Um, so yeah, it's been a boring week, really. Hear that. What do you yeah. come with artists I've never heard of in my life? Trust, what have you been listening to, man? Oh man, I've been Don listening Diablo to a lot. <laughs> Who the hell is Don Diablo? Don Diablo. You know, Yemi, you know Yemi listens to these under the underground artists. <laughs> 
<laughs> these artists here have dirt under their fingernails. Oh, and don't shower for days. What, just mad boom back. Wait, wait, mad dusty. You know Yemi's the ultimate backpacker. Wait. Ultimate. Ultimate, bro. Wait, wait. I don't know how this happened, first of all. Second of all, you want to talk about dirt underneath the fucking fingernails and fucking not showering. You, man, are the biggest. No, Peter, you're the biggest fanboy of Erica Badu and she does none nah, of those things. No, we're not doing that to the queen. We are doing these things. We're not doing that to the queen. Respect the queen, man. Uh, the queen takes showers. The queen does not take showers. She definitely takes showers. She does not take showers. When I saw her, she looked like she had showered. There's an orange must that comes out Stop of her. That. Of her. Stop that. You're anyway, 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 anyway. What have I been listening to? I've been listening to, rap-wise, I've been listening to, I finally listened to the Spillage Village album. Um, Spillage Village is made up of... <laughs> But Spillage Village is made up of Jid and Earth Gang who are on Dreamville. I don't listen to either. Big up both though. You should listen to Earth Gang. You'd like them. You reckon? Yes. I should know they had a great song with um, Tian and uh, Major Nine. Yes, did Collide. Did you get to a Twitter debate about Earth Gang recently? No, I did not. Where you said get rid of someone and someone was like, what about... I know, no, that wasn't me. But yeah, I listened to Spillage Village's new album, uh, Spillage, Spillage on? Something, something like that. Spillage on? Anyway, it's great. Um, really, really good. Um, it contains not only Jid and Earth Gang. It had some features from, I think Black is in there as well. So there was a couple of songs with Black on them and Ari Lennox and um, this dope um, female artist called Mariba as well, um, who I think is an affiliate. But yeah, it's a great album. You should check it out. Jid's dope. Uh, Jid is dope. I finally listened to Royce the Five Nines album, The Allegory. Um, which I thought was really, really good. I was just wowed by the production, the fact that he was able to construct those beats himself mm. um, and just like rap at such a high level. So It was too long though, man. That's my issue with Royce. I feel like most of his projects, are, they've got a lot of good music, but it's just mad long. Well, thing with me is I feel you and I also feel like, cool, you can bar in it, but mm. you don't always, less is more sometimes, isn't yeah, it? 100%. When it comes to, like song length, when it comes to album length, when it comes to bars as well. Like sometimes less is more. If he had made like a 40 minute album of like, which was still as conceptually strong as the allegory, like we'd be talking about his album of the year. Mm. It'd be definitely be in contention, but I feel you, it, it was a little too long, but I didn't mind because obviously I'm on furlough, so I ain't got shit to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was dope. Um, in terms of non-rap, actually no, there was another tune and this is an underground artist, Lord Apex, who's from West London. And okay. he did a, he did a um, song with Westside Gun um, that dropped yesterday actually, uh, which is really okay. dope. Um, and he's also got an album with V Don called um, Supply and Demand, which is also really dope as well. I think he's got a feature on there with CJ Fly mm. of um, Pro Era. So um, yeah, dope. Apex is like a really dope lyrical rapper. And outside of rap, I listened I listened to the Wizkid album as well. I thought that was really good. Um, I listened to this album called Forever Your Girl by an artist called Kia. Um, which is really dope. Oh, um, shit, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I met, did I not mention that on him? I might have mentioned it in the group chat, but yeah, fire. fire yeah, I think project. you might have. Yeah, fire. Project. I finally got around to it, and it's, yeah, it was, it was yeah. really, really good. And yeah, man, I've just been having a a nice a nice listening week, slash two weeks as well, so uh, big up to all the artists, names and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man. So, without further ado, guys, let's, let's get into our end of year wrap-up. So what we're going to cover today is... We're gonna cover our favorite albums. We're gonna cover albums that may have disappointed us a tad. We're gonna cover our favorite tracks of the year, hip hop wise. And we're gonna c- cover our favorite rappers of the year and our predictions for 2021 and 
looking back on the predictions that we made last year and seeing if we were somewhere near the mark or completely off the mark, which I'm sure some of us were. So, without further ado, let's kick off with our favourite albums of the year. So, who wants to start off? So we're doing top five or top ten? Top five. <laughs> no one. Why you got to say it like that? Because no one does top ten. All right, man. Sorry, man. Also, shout out Brian B. Miller, who has been active on the socials this week Brian, with a list of all his favorite things. He did his favorite um, albums. He did his favorite albums, I think, yesterday. He did favorite rappers. He did favorite features as well. And, you know, it has caused a lot of controversy on the TL. To be fair, keyword is favorite, well. his favorite. So let me not be mad at it. If he was objectively saying these are the best features or the best no, albums, the best rappers, then, because that's where my, um, my, my disgust was coming from. I think I might have misread it. I think he was objectively trying to say that these were the best features, best albums, and best rappers. So based on that, I was absolutely appalled. I feel like with those, they're always going to be subjective though. Like there's no way of measuring. And also, if you're even going to be objective, then Lil Wayne and Big Sean and Russ are nowhere near those lists. Mm. So anyway. Should we so. tell the listeners what, what was on the list? What his list? Yeah. Um, I think on his list was, I need to get it up. Um, but did he say favorite or best? I think, out, the, I think he said these were his top 10 so you can't debate it favourites you can't debate it then well, we could always debate it not really if, mm. if I say this is my personal favourite I can get on if you, if you give me a top 10 favourites list and it's whack I can get on to you but it's their favourite yeah I'm going to respect the fact that it's your personal favourite so basically I can, I can poke holes in there and let you know why you should switch up your favourites so audience uh, B-Dot's list was t- is titled MVP 10 best rappers of 2020. Oh, and his criteria is based on skill, performance, and presence. Now, in order, number one, Freddie Gibbs. Number two, Conway the Machine. Number three, Benny the Butcher. Number four, Russ. Number five, Big Sean. Number six, Little Baby. Number seven, Nas. Number eight, Drake. Number nine, Little Wayne. And number 10, Stove Goy Cooks. Now, half of that is just wrong, really. Um, <laughs> Russ, I mean, I don't listen to his music. Good luck to him, but no. Uh, Big Sean, no. Little Baby, I can see why he did that because Little, Way- Little Baby has been everywhere this year, mm. but no. Drake, come on, man. Little Wayne, absolutely not. And yeah, I mean, it caused a lot of controversy. And one of us in this in this podcast, I'm not going to say who. Actually, no, I'll say who. Peter um, <laughs> was, was utterly appalled. Um, I wish I could tell you what he said in the group chat, but it's a bit long for that one there. So, you know, um, certain men were just a little bit upset. And <laughs> some of us even took lengths to go on Twitter and comment on B-Dot's <laughs> list. Done. To the effect of saying, so wait, Black Thought hasn't been rapping oh, this whole was year? Was that you? Yeah, that was me, man. Of course it was him. It wasn't going to be me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, you so, know, I was really moved because I don't even really be operating on the Twitter. Like that, but exactly. I was so I was appalled by the list. I just thought this is just a poor list, and I feel like somebody that is in his position has way more responsibility than that. But at the same time, even though he does have responsibility, he is still a, a person with subjective thought. If he's going to try and make an objective list, then that list is completely different. Exactly. But enough about B Dot's list. Yes, Peter. What are your top five favorite albums of the year and why? Top and what is your criteria also? Oh, and why? Jeez, I weren't prepped for that. Um, top five. So I've got Ransom, Director's Cut 2, which is an EP. Um, Ransom's been around for a while, man. He used to rap. He was on. He was very heavily featured on like DJ Clue tapes. He used to, He was in a group called A-Team with um, a rapper called Hitchcock and Joe Budden. And so he's been around for a while. I think him and Joe Budden had a little bit of tension, um, which kind of spilled over into like street issues. Um, which Vlad made 10 times Yeah, which worse. Vlad kind of um, oh, documented. Yeah, yeah Vlad, he documented Vlad that on, on so much 
on, on camera. That's um, why Joe Budden. And I think it actually led to Ransom being locked up. This podcast unequivocally does not fuck with DJ Vlad. <laughs> fuck <laughs> DJ Vlad. Yeah, so it led to him being locked up. And then after that, I think it kind of led to a bit of a blackballing by him. So he'd been quiet on the scene, just quietly releasing mixtapes. Um, and this year, I've kind of just found that like he's really re-emerged like, properly. Even so much where, you know, him and Joe Budden have squashed their issues and, you know, he's been receiving a lot of shout-outs and big-ups on their podcast. And he's just quietly this year re- released, like, three dope EPs with a producer called Nicholas Craven. So one of them is called Director's Cut 2. So I've got that on my list as my top five. And it's just heavily soul-sampled, which I love. Um, and just really, really good rhyming, man. Um, his delivery is... He's just in the pocket. And his ability to really just, just speak grown man shit I've just really enjoyed. He's just a dope rapper. I feel like when I listen to Benny the Butcher, I think of Ransom sometimes. They have similar sort of aesthetics and sort of rhyming patterns, but I feel like Ransom rhymes better. Um, so yeah, for that reason, I've got Director's Cut 2 EP in my top five. I've got Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof, which was produced by Hitboy. Um, Hitboy's had a head of a year, also producing for Nas. And I think this is actually the best album of the year. Um, I just feel like the beats were just flawless, perfect for Benny. A bit different from what he usually raps on because his beats are usually produced by like Derringer and the beats are a lot more dusty, a lot, a lot more, I don't know, just a bit more cinematic, a tiny bit more, I don't know, just grimy. Um, so this one was a bit more soulful and Benny just, I don't know, just feels like he fit into that perfectly and he's just rhyming great on it, man. So I've got Burden of Proof on there by Benny the Butcher. Um, I've also got Reasonable Drought by an artist called Stove God Cooks, who's, he's a new guy. Um, he used to roll with um, Buster Rhymes. Um, I guess things didn't work out there. So he's now aligned with, um, I think, Griselda, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this particular project was produced by Rock Marciano. And I just thought it was dope, man. Just a, a new guy coming in and releasing this as his first project. I just thought it was just amazing. So I've got that album on there as well. I've got Freddie Gibbs Alfredo, which was produced by Alchemist. Freddie Gibbs has had a hell of a year, which we'll get onto later. Um, and it was just a dope album, man. Freddie Gibbs, like the last few years, I feel like since aligning himself with Madlib, he's just become so much of a better rapper. His ear for music has just like tremendously like improved and gotten better. And this year, I just feel like he had a hell of a year. So it's just a dope project from top to bottom. And then fifth, even though I haven't had as much time to sit with it as the other albums on the list, um, I can't not put it on there. Um, Rock Marciano, Mount Marcy. Shock. Um, I was waiting, and I'm still not decide. I still need to sit with it a bit more, but it's um, it's just a dope album, man. Just based on what I've heard, it's just dope, cinematic, great rhyming as always, and yeah, the production is a bit different from his previous work. It's it's t- a tad bit more cinematic, um, but I just really enjoy it, man. Like Rock Marcy just hasn't missed for me, bro. He can't. He's just not missing, um, and he's slowly becoming my favorite rapper, like ever, slowly. And you man know how I feel about Black Thought. But Rock Marciano's like, he's, he's challenging that, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Just because these last few albums have just been flawless, man. And he I'm makes better so albums than Black Thought. Let's not do that. I mean, um, I mean there's a reason why Black Thought is yeah, so not that, in the that, top five. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, listen, stop. That rounds out my- <laughs> Yo, that was um, anger as well. <laughs> that rounds out my top five albums of the year. Any honorable mentions? Um, yeah, Car, Descendants of Kane. Um, that was also a very dope album. Car's rhyming ability is just, man, he's just, he's just dope, man. Like he just, his ability to just paint pictures is just amazing to me. He's worked quite heavily with Rock Marciano as well. 
And yeah, I just love the way he, he just pens his words, man. And that, that was just a great album. So yeah, that's my honorable mention. And that's, that rounds up my favorite albums of the year. Lovely stuff. I mean, Lovely. yeah, not surprised about that one, to be fair. I mean, we knew <laughs> Marcy was going to be in there. We still have got Cooks was going to be in there. We definitely knew Benny was going to be in there. So, you know, thank you for that, Pete. Mohammed. We just him again next year, just a different order or something like that. Yeah, uh, for sure. So my one, I've gone for a different kind of thing because I just want to be a bit different. So I've kind of gone for, not what I think is the best, what I think is my favorite. I'm not here to debate the best. I'll give that to Pete all day long. But he can debate that to the cows <laughs> come home, bro. Mm. So first one I'm going to start off with. Whoever is this number one or number five? What do you mean? It's is not in order. Oh, it's not in order. Yeah, mine wasn't in order. Oh, it's not in order. It's not right. in order. Uh, first one I'm going to go with is whoever knows me is no shock. I've been waiting for it for 13 years. I'm going with Jay Electronica's album. <laughs> a written testimony. A written testimony. I was waiting for it for yeah. when I was in secondary school it dropped and it did not disappoint. He might have got washed, but I'm not here to debate that. Let's not do that. <laughs> I'm here to debate the class Let's not do that, man. of that album. <laughs> second, second one I'm going for is Jay Huss, Big Conspiracy. Um... I thought the album was back to front, sonically amazing. I think he was on job. I think the anticipation, which he had at another level, I think he lived up to it. And then when we go to Disappointing, there's another artist who essentially, I would say, had the same anticipation for his second album and didn't deliver it. So you can see the, how close it is between success and failure to a certain extent. Not success and failure in terms of money-wise, just in terms of how two, three songs can view, change, alter everything. You get what I mean, but we'll get to that. I think you could, you know who I'm talking about, innit? No, Stormzy. <laughs> Safe. <laughs> I mean, you dropped that last year, but cool. Said, yeah, but it was towards the end. Yeah, for you. Do you get what I mean? So it's like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The anticipation was there. For In that case, well. then yeah, then it's probably one of mine as well. But good. Um. Yes. Third album I've got is this. So I was a massive Pop Smoke fan. So when his album dropped after he passed, I um I didn't know what to expect. I thought there was too many cooks. I thought there was too many people getting involved, I didn't like it, I just thought they're gonna cut out people who've been with for time with TJ and everything, which they did, but sonically all the songs fit. I think they got the features perfect. I think the way they had 50 and Roddy on the Woo was absolutely perfection. The way they picked TJ for mood swings, for different tracks, that might be that might be my favorite album of the year, but that's just more because of the fan I am, as opposed to what I look at the album, I think. Yeah, and what it means you as well. I mean? Yeah. I think that might be, yeah, so then that one's there. I've said this from the start, and I think when we had the halfway point, I had this album. I've still got Run The Jewels. I don't think, that's still in my top five. I, I think the content matter, the lyricism, I think everything at play. I don't think there's another album that really comes close or really beats them lyrically, lyrically to a certain extent. Um, and that's always been there. That hasn't changed. From the first minute I heard that album, I think we were talking about in the podcast, I said this will end up being in my top five. Um, my fifth, I didn't know what to go for. This was a tricky one. I don't know if I felt like this was a good year for music, which we'll get into later, but- You don't think? I don't know if it was in terms of what dropped, or I don't know if it's just me Interesting. not taking in everything that I could have. Because mm. I feel like it's either a case where enough music has a dropped, mm-hmm. or so much music dropped that you, it's, it's, it's impossible yeah. to get through. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's tough, it's really yeah, tough. Yeah, it's like, how do you get through so many albums in such short time? So I've got a few for four. So come back to me on the phone. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, for five. I said four. I've got one. I've got a few for five, but I don't know which one to pick yet. Okay. Fair enough. All right, cool. Mine then, and this is an order, so I'm going to go from fifth to uh, first. Ooh. Why? 
Order do we? Well, just because I'm organised. Just because I'm organised. Order do we? Ah, cool. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of order amongst the disorder good. in this group. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Man. Yeah, that boy. All right, cool. So, number five, I've got Pass Sally You, send them to Coventry. I think Pass Sally You, minus all the J Hus comparisons and everything, has had one of the strongest years of any debuting UK talent in a very long time. Do you um, think he, I've got a question for you, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Do you think he's outgrowing the J-Hus comparison? 100% he is. I thought so. You listen to him, you only have to listen to him a couple of times and you'll know he's nothing like us. They're both Gambian, they both got that twang, but outside of that, they're just completely different artists. And Senrod's commentary is the proof of that. Like from Blockboy at the start to energy at the, at the end, like it's just like 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes of just, it's just great, man. I just feel like you get a real feel of who he is, where he's from, the obstacles he's had to face, the fact that he got shot and he got in the head and and survived, yeah. And you get how old I, is he? He's twenty. Okay. You've championed him for a long time. Give you that. You yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I first heard of him late twenty eighteen, and he came through a front line in in January, at, no, late twenty nineteen. Sorry, and he came through a front line this year, and I just knew this guy was going to be a star. And send him to Coventry is like one of the best debut projects I've heard from any of this new generation in a very long time. Like you call that? Betty. My family, my family is one of the tracks of the year. Betty is dope. Frontline, of course. Energy. There's just too many, man. So, pass Aliu. I have to give that to him. Like, easily one of the best UK projects this year for sure. So, shout out to Pass Aliu. At number four, I've got Westside Gunpray for Paris. Um, this was just one that I just always went back to. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's a super cohesive album. I feel like he kind of steps into new territory sonically and in terms of the people he brings in for guests as well like you got you got Tyler on there you got Joey Badass on there obviously you got the usual suspects like the Griselda gang you got Rock Marcy you got Freddie Gibbs and stuff but I just feel like yeah man he was really in his pocket with this one um, probably like everything around the album as far as like the, the features and the production wows me more than Westside's um, performance itself but Westside is the glue sticking all of it together. So I feel like it was a great album just from front to back as well, from a sonic standpoint, from a lyrical standpoint, everything. So, you know, and it was in my mid-year um, albums of the year as well. So it's very much stayed there. Another album that was in my mid-year that has stayed there and is at number three is RTJ4 by Run The Jewels. I just feel like when it was released, um, the it, it just came at a perfect time, bro. It just spoke to many of the world's problems as far as racism, discrimination, and you know, just the general feeling of like dismay in the black community. And even outside of that, like Killer Mike is rapping on a whole new level, LP is as well. Um, the production is on point, like everything is just dope. And it's got some of the tracks of the year on there for me as well. It just came at the right time. And it's gonna be one of those albums that we look back on as just like, yeah, this is the time capsule of what was going on at that time. And you can listen to it front to back, even when in your old age and you can still relate to it. And you can still remember where you were when you listened to it. So shout out to Run The Jewels for that one. Um, at number two, I've got Jay Huss, Big Conspiracy, which for me is the UK album of the year. It dropped in January and I don't think our album was better in the UK that uh, this year. Um, I feel like Huss coming off the pressure of trying to top Common Sense gave you something completely different like he didn't give you that many hits he didn't give you that many bops but he gave you consciousness he gave you like revolutionary themes and topics and he just gave you a more mature hus which i just loved um from front to back from no denying to fortune teller to cucumber to the tunes of burner boy and coffee like press play, press play like the best back-to-back uk debut 
like first two albums? Um, it's up there yeah. for sure. I don't know if it's the best, but it's definitely up there. Huss, man, he's just rapping on a new level. Um, production, even though he's with the same team, more or less, J5 and them, they stepped up their game. Like they just knew that it was time to play. And yeah, man, Huss is just on another level. Like easily one of the most dynamic, unique artists that the UK has ever seen and will ever see. And you know, you got a shout out to him for an he amazing sophomore effort. He might be the best when it's all said and done. Of all time. In the UK wise, artist. Well, I mean, we'll see. We're all around, not just rapping, as in an all around artist. Mm. Yo, Huss is, Huss is he's climbing. Applying, he's yeah, applying pressure. Yeah, he's applying pressure. Yeah, Listen, man. if he if his next two albums are anywhere near his first two, he's got, he's making a case. And I don't see him slowing down. I honestly don't see Huss slowing down. Because he he's still very young. Sorry, Murray. Yeah. He's still very young too, man. So I feel like he's only going to get better with it. And he's smart. He don't do as much. Remember before he was in so many features. He don't do features yeah. now. Seeing Huss is rare now. Bro, he didn't even promo this album. Yeah, so seeing Huss now is very rare compared to Huss a few years ago. Mm. So now it hits a bit more. And if the music continue gets better, mm. he's on a ridiculous trajectory. For sure, for sure. Shout out Jay Huss, man. And at number one, I've got, and I'm pretty sure you man already know this, it is Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. No yeah, man, two titans <laughs> just joining forces. And... You have albums that really change the culture. And then you just have really fucking dope rap albums. Mm. And Alfredo was that, man. Like, Freddie Gibbs is right now one of the best rappers going. Alchemist has been proved that he's one of the best producers out. And when they joined forces, it was just a, it was just a rave, man. Um, yeah. It was just, it's just from front to back, like, it's flawless for me. Um, it's short and sweet, it's to the point. Like, Freddie Gibbs is just perfect for Alchemist cinematic production. The features are, on point, everyone came to play. Gibbs is just, he's just rapping for fun. Um, Alchemist is making beats for fun. And yeah, man, it's just the album that I constantly went back to over and over and over again without fail and found new things about it, found new references, found new messaging in the lyrics, just found new appreciation of the production. And yeah, man, it was just, it's, it's, one, it's one for the books for sure, man. And it just continues Gibbs's great trajectory um, which started with Pinata like six years ago, all yeah. the way to now. So that is uh, my top five, really. So shout out to everybody for that. Um, honorable mentions: Nas, King's Disease, mm. Conway from King to a God, Chris Crack, White People Love Algorithms, um, Shay Lingo, The Worst Generation, and Car Descendants of Cain. All great albums yeah. in their own right that could have made my top five, and probably deserved it as well. So shout out to all of them, man, as well. So yeah, that's my albums. Boys, did we have any albums that we kind of had high expectations for, but we were somewhat left disappointed? I didn't have expect high expectations for this album. I had an expectation, but I just thought it was a piece of shit. G <laughs> um, Herbal PDSD. I'm, oh. Yeah, because I've never been a G Herbal fan like that. He's good though. But yeah, but I've listened to G Herbal and I appreciate his music. And I listened to his album and I just thought, Meh. this ain't it. I just honestly, like if you hear his last song, he was barring on that last song he dropped. I didn't even think he was capable of barring. But in his last song, when he's talking about his court case and stuff, he was really going in. Mm. And I thought someone like G Herbal don't have the facilities for that. But And then I listened, and then the album dropped. I wasn't really feeling it. That's the one that disappointed me, where I was just like, yo, I finally invested time in you after hearing your songs. Mm. It's your album. Yo. This is your first album when you've now crossed over. This was G Herbal's first real album that he's crossed over. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, yo, you have to impact people. And it's just like, oh, I wasn't really here for it. Stormzy's one was cut off. When this Stormzy album dropped, was it December? December last year. Yeah, so if you count that as towards the 2020, 
Or do you count? Yeah, I mean, you can if you want. If you count that as 2020, well, come on, man. I mean, um, yeah, that was just was bang average. Yeah, it was just about a C plus. C minus. It was a solid C. It was a solid C. It might be a D. <laughs> like no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that to him. No, because when he's be, yeah, nah. well, yeah, me. When you compare it to what Hus followed up with, nah, because it's bad. I feel you, but Vossi Bop, Wiley Flow, Audacity, Heady One. I feel like rapping Stormzy. If he did more rapping, it's a bit like Drake. If he did a just a pure rapping album and none of that gospel shit, then he would probably sorry, but he he, he would probably he would probably. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that way. You hear what I'm saying? I didn't mean it that way. But wild. if he did less... You know what I'm saying? That sounded wild. I didn't mean it that way. But if he did less of that... Maybe, maybe just caught a stray from Listen, the if he did less of that, yeah, then, you know, he would probably be up, up at echelon. But yeah. because he's got to appease to so many different audiences, he's got to appease and f- tap into different sounds. That's the two that let me down. Um, also, Eminem dropped something. I haven't listened to it, but it let me down. You mentioned that for no reason <laughs> other than to mention Eminem. And I don't Wait, know why. You said you hadn't listened to it, but it let you down. Yes. <laughs> you're an idiot. Wait, is he a He's your guy. You're a fool. <laughs> he, dropped, he, dropped, he dropped the deluxe as well, like recently, like this week. Cool. I didn't, it disappointed me. Music to be murdered by a B-side deluxe. He, he murdered it. Only Eminem would drop a B-side deluxe. Hey, when you go away with being average for so long, you can do what you want. He's not oh. been average for so long, though. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I've, only got, I've only got one um, disappointing album, and... I was torn with this one because I feel like here we go. Maybe I shouldn't be disappointed by this, but God bless the dead, Mac Miller, Circles. Swear, you were disappointed by that. I I didn't. For I, real? Did, I didn't really care for it. Like I feel like he wasn't really rapping. It was more like folky, rocky types sounds, and I just I just wasn't really there for it to be honest. Like I don't know what I was expecting from him because even towards the end of his life, he was experimenting a little bit more but at least he was still rapping. Did you like the album prior to it? 100%, loved it, um, swimming. But this one, Circles, missed me with it, bro. Mm. Missed me with it. And God bless the dead, because I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big Mac, Phillip, Mac Miller fan. But yeah, this one just wasn't really hitting it for Did me. Did they, just because I'm not aware, was Mac Miller's album completely done by him before he passed, or was it a case where there was verses and they just kind of chose how they... I think it was a case I mean? of both. I think he laid down all the verses and maybe he had laid, he was, he had overseen the production side of things, but the final result, obviously, he wouldn't have been privy to. So I think with that in mind, maybe that's probably why I... And I don't... I feel the way about posthumous albums anyway. Yeah. Like I feel like they're, for the most part, unnecessary. Mm. But, you know, where it's got to be, it's got to be. If with posthumous albums where it's where the artist has at least, let's say, 80% control over how it sounds, then I'll allow it like Machiavelli or you know that sort of that sort of thing but generally I don't really f- mess with them but yeah you which know. is what I said about pop like I don't usually like when there's too many pots in the pan or yeah. too many chefs are running do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, for sure table. but I guess with that's two examples because with me with pop I think it worked and with you with Max you thought it didn't do you know what I mean yeah so you can always go one or two it could, it could go either way it could go either way and I really wanted to like it but I just couldn't man I couldn't but salute to Matt Miller man like I'm always going to listen to his music anyway Pete, you got any? Um, yeah. And this one's a bit of a tricky one just because I've seen how much critical acclaim it's gotten. Most go. people like it. I just happen to be one of the ones that don't. Elzai, he dropped, um, what's the name? I can't remember. Seven times up, eight times down yeah. or something? Um, I just wasn't feeling it, man. And I'm a massive fan of Elzai, I always have been. Um, but 
on this particular album. His rhyming is impeccable as always, but it was just the beats. I just wasn't feeling the beats, man. And a lot of people enjoy the beats, but for me, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, and I didn't have like expectations for the album. I, I try and like lessen expectation when it comes to people releasing albums. But when I heard it, I just was like, eh, I'm good. I don't necessarily need to listen to this again. So that's, yeah, that's probably one of my more disappointing albums this year. Um, Common dropped an EP, which I, I just wasn't feeling either. Um, I think it's called um, Beautiful Revolution, I think, part one. Very common name. Yeah, um, yeah, I just wasn't feeling it from the beat side of things again. Um, Jadakiss also dropped an album that I wasn't feeling. Um, and The Locks, they, they dropped a disappointing album as well. They definitely dropped a disappointing yeah. album. And I was more disappointed with that just because like we've been waiting so long for a Locks album, you know, and what the Locks, what they do is whenever like they go periods without dropping an album, they talk up, you know, the next release sort of thing. And I know a lot of artists do that, but in particular, because I, I, I'm big fans of the Locks, they do that quite a bit. But yeah, I just, it just didn't hit, bro. Yeah, it just I didn't, didn't hit. I, hate I only listened to the Griselda tune with, with that the was Locks. fire. That was fire. Um, but yeah, I just weren't feeling it. Man. With Elzai though, I feel like he. The production wasn't anything to shout about, but at least it was like solely produced by one producer, which I which I prefer. And even though it wasn't groundbreaking, and even though his lyrics weren't groundbreaking, it was like a solid album. But I understand with having high expectations for someone like Elzai, as Peter does, um, I, I can understand why it would fall by the wayside a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a massive Elzai fan too, so it didn't it didn't hurt, but it's kind of like, ah, damn, sort of thing, innit? Could have been better. Yeah, could have been better. But you know, I'll, I'll look forward to the next project. Um, just because I didn't personally like it doesn't mean it was a whack album. So yeah, big up Elza, still he's still one of the best rappers around. So yeah. for sure, yeah, for sure. Cool guys, let's move on then to our favorite tracks of the year. Um, Mohammed, would you like to start? Hey man, I've got so my favorite track of the year. I'm gonna have to go with, even though obviously a lot of whatever's going on and whatever he's done or whatever people are saying, whatever happens, we find out. I'm still gonna go with Dachavelli. I don't know. I mean, Tion Wayne, I don't know with Dutch Avelli in it. Um, and Stormzy, I think that captured the UK at that point. I think there was no bigger song. I think from the teaser where they used, like, what was it, the first four bars of Stormzy to show the retaliation to um, Chips this. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was, that's let's get ready to go. He's going to be barring. I think Stormzy went crazy. The no trim Stormzy just showing that he's ready was sick. I think Dutch Avelli killed his verse. I think Tion Wayne, Tion Wayne embodied the whole song, I think. I reckon that's, you don't get a bigger song than that in the UK other than My Family. I think it's out of them two. I don't think, I think. I mean, that's definitely up for debate, but I feel you. I reckon it's them two and that's it. I no, there's definitely more. You think there's another one? Boy, Digga D. Um, I don't think that's bigger than that, I don't know. On Deck, Abracadabra. Um, those two are definitely, uh, I see three gets and Skepta. I say all this, but none of these are in my top five, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. Um, yeah, so I was, I was, I'll go with, I've got I Don't Know There. I've got Gifted. Roddy and Roddy. Cordae and Roddy. And I fuck with them, man. I think for new artists, for them two to get on, I don't think people understand from our generation how big it was because I don't think it's arguably the best lyricist of that generation and arguably the hottest in that generation. Colliding, which is big for, and they've never made a song together. 
I'm just saying for that generation. I don't know why you're rolling your for eyes. For Peter's generation. For Peter. No, it's, not, it's not even that generation. It's Peter. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, like, I didn't even roll my eyes. We're addressing Peter. Your eyes, bro. No one I didn't roll my eyes. Roll it, man. <laughs> I didn't roll my eyes, though. I didn't roll my eyes. them cars from Cuba and people rapping about nothing. I didn't roll my eyes. I'm irritated now. Now. And chinchillas. Yeah, chinchillas. It's annoying. But anyway. I didn't roll my eyes. Fair enough. But yeah, you get what I'm saying. I feel like for them to to me, it was a big. I've fucked with that song a lot. I've got. Let me just double check. I've got Nipsey and Big Sean Deep Reverence. I think Nipsey verse was absolutely amazing. I think Big Sean played his part beautifully. I think he knew exactly what he needed to do on song with Nipsey. So yeah, man, that was one of my picks for my favorite song of the year. Love that. Hey, man, what can I, I say, wanted man? more from that that Nipsey and Big Sean song though. I think I. I think one. I, I think Nipsey I wanted more Nipsey. And you were initially Sean. very gassed by it. I wanted yeah because of Nipsey. Nipsey's delivery is just flawless to me. But I wanted more Nipsey and less Big Sean. Oh, I real. think that was my issue. A little yeah. bit disrespectful, but I feel you. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. But yeah. I get what you're saying. But you I, think, I think for me, hearing anything with Nipsey in it was always going to make me yeah. um, feel away. Yeah, for sure. Feel I've you. also got one more. Sorry, I'm just trying to load it up now. I've also got one more, which was Flux Capacitor. Um, I think Jay absolutely floating on that song. Um, I've, I, honestly, for me, you could pick any one of that song from Jay Electronica's album, at least seven of them you could pick and it would enter your top five. So, yeah, man, that's my five. Feel you, bro. Nice little range. Nice uh, little mix. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, I'll go up next. Um, my tracks of the year are very much reflective of the fact that I prefer B-sides and, like, album, album songs rather than, like, actual singles. So, again, they're ranked. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Number <laughs> five. The rest of us. Yeah, for real. Uh, number five, I've got Ooh La La by Run The Jewels. It's just a great song, man. Um, the sample of Nice and Smooth. Killer Mike absolutely killed it with his first verse. LP as well. DJ Premier scratches, the production, all that stuff, man. The piano loops. It's just great, man. It's one of the songs of the year in terms of rap, anyway. Um, number four, I've got Doe and Damani by Conway the Machine. I just love the fact that it's like a five minute song. Half of it is produced by Alchemist. Half of it is produced by Derringer. And they both have like a really dope piano sequence. Um, and that's very much the basis of um, each beat. And like, I just love that shit and very cinematic. And you know, Conway's just rapidly rapping on there. Um, it's one of the, my favorite tracks on his album from King to a God anyway. So, you know, it's just one of those songs that just were on repeat for me all the time. Like whether it's night, day, morning, evening, I'm gonna just bump in that song and it's just great. At number three, I've got My Family, Pass Aliyu and Back Row G. My Family. My family. Which became um, the anthem for you, man, in Sweden. Which became the anthem for us in Sweden. Um, our good friend Zav, shout out to Zav. Um, he basically made a video of us like walking from one <laughs> location to another location, themed by my family, which is really dope. And it was just one of those tunes that, whenever we go abroad, we always have one song. Yeah. And yeah. my family was that song. Um, the chemistry between Parsaliu and Backroll G, they're both absolute nutters when it comes to the bars and it comes to the lyrics. Back Row G has probably got the most iconic line of this year when he says, tell my babes off her wig, we're going to war. Load up the clip. Um, so shout out to Back Row G for that. And um, yeah, man, Fanatics beat, like, pussy where you want from me, pussy I don't own nobody. Like, there's just too many quotables in that song yeah, for, for it to not be in your top five. It's definitely in top five of like, maybe even top three of the UK this year. And it's just an amazing song all around. So that's number three. Number two, I've got Look At Me. Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. This is just like a really cinematic song. It's a very much a great example of less is more. Like Freddie Gibbs doesn't do a whole lot of rapping on it, um, but the rapping he does do is on point. And 
Alchemist is just alchemisting, really, on the beat. So, you know, amazing song, like one of the better deep cuts on Alfredo. And at number one, George Bondo by West, West Side Gun, featuring Conway and Benny. I think Benny's verse, one of the verses of the year. Um, I think he Conway. killed that. But Benny killed it. Yeah, killed um, Conway killed it. The production, like I love the piano sequence. I love the drum patterns. Like Darren Jern beat Butcher, man. Um, I feel like they, they could beat Butcher from the UK. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they could resuscitate a lot of careers, like a lot of careers. Yeah. Like that same production, like any guest feature on a Griselda or Griselda affiliate track that's produced by those guys, I feel like they could do that shit, man, mm-hmm. for sure. I'm thinking ma- mo- mainly of like Method Man on Lemon. Yeah. If he does an album with them, like, yeah, yeah, maybe not a classic, but it's gonna be his best yeah, album for sure. So, um, yeah, man, an incredible, an incredible, an incredible song, and it's the one I had on repeat like pretty much all year, and that's basically what my criteria was like based on replay value, more, m- more so than anything else. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to everybody involved, man. PR. Yeah, um, this one was a bit of a tricky one for me, man, just because my memories awful and there were just so many songs that I really enjoyed this year so I'm not going to say these are my favourite five but these were, the f- what they, these were amongst the five that I played a lot um, so I've got um, Benny the Butcher New Streets on the um, on the album with Big um, Hit Boy I said Big Boy Hit Boy <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it was just a, just a dope tune man um, not really much to say there um, J Electronica Never Ending Story with, with Jay Z Jay Z's verse on that was amazing I feel like both of them were really speaking spiritually on that tune. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it just it was just it was just touching me on that. Mm. Um, and then Black Thought Thought versus Everybody mm. that was probably my favorite rap song of the year. Um, he was just talking crud on that. He was just talking crud on that, and it was just another example of the fact that he just raps better than everyone, man. <laughs> like, like honestly, I just don't even know what to say. He just raps better than everybody all the time. Like and what? it's kind of getting jarring at this point. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is it? Why is it yeah, it's just jarring, isn't it? Because it's like, all right, cool, another Black Thought song where he's rapping better than everyone. We know what you're about. Yeah, sort of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? So I just really enjoyed it, man. Um, so pretentious. Can you believe this guy? <laughs> Whatever, man. I've got Freddie Gibbs, Scotty Beam. Mm. Um, mm. Just because I, I, I love Scotty Beam. The person. Shout out to, go- um, to Scotty Beam. I just Beam. thought the song was very fitting for somebody so beautiful. She should have been in the video, though. 100% she should have been in the video. What was the logic behind her not being in the video? Who knows? She, she might not have been available. Yeah, who knows? Um, She's absolutely But once you make a song called Scotty Beam she and you're planning to, to make a video, a video, you yeah, need to have that in your plan. Yeah, 100%. Even just for a bit, she has to be in it somewhere. Yeah, 100%. But um, I just love the song, man. Loved Ross's verse. Um, loves Freddie Gibbs. He, he just floated all over it. So did Ross, and it's Ross's type of beat too. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't too shocking that he would be the feature that would be on the song. Um, so yeah, it was just another dope tune. And then my last track in my top five is by Ransom, and it's called Gone Girl, um, produced by Nicholas Craven. Yeah, just another fire tune off um, Directors Two, Directors Cut Two EP. Um, heavily soul sampled, and. Um, yeah, man, Ransom storytelling that was just amazing, man. He, he's talking about karma, basically, in a metaphoric sense. And it, yeah, check it out, man. It's just a dope, dope tune. So yeah, man, that, that kind of rounds out my top five. Deep cuts. Hey, man. Deep cut gang over here. Yeah, man. Were there any tunes that you guys heard that were maybe like really big tunes, but you didn't understand why? I mean, everything that's mainstream. Well, big tunes, but you don't know, you don't know why. Don't do that. I didn't buy it. No, no, don't buy it. Don't buy it. I beg you, don't buy it. Don't buy it, please. Say this guy rock. 
Maybe we'll learn, we'll learn, bro. We'll learn, bro. Like, even, listen, like even listens to the mainstream. Like, don't know what goes mainstream. He's a talker. <laughs> yeah, he don't know. He don't know. <laughs> if my artist can name four mainstream songs, he won't know. He's a perpetrator. My family. He's a perpetrator. Pussy, where you want from, man? That's the only one, and he's hiding. See, I was, I came from Chester's well. That came from Chester's well because that was the only one he knew. That was the only one he knew. Big up, Zavi Art, man. I don't know. I generally don't have a clue. That was just a question. What about you? Um, I don't have any right now. I don't think. In terms of like mainstream rap, yeah, mainstream rap was kind of weird this year. I don't think it had the best year mainstream rap. Whereas underground rap had an amazing, well, yeah. under, quote unquote underground rap 100%. had an amazing year. Mainstream rap, there wasn't really much that dropped. Which leads to my prediction for 2021. Which we'll get to later. Which we'll get yeah, to I'm later. But um, yeah, mainstream rap, I mean, underground rap was de- definitely it kicked, it main, kicked it the mainstream's it. ass. It you can talk about the Grammy nominations. Why didn't you direct the question at me though? I mean, it was a question to everybody. Oh, okay, cool. I thought there was you, a reason you why you didn't. It. I thought there was a reason why you didn't direct Peter, it at me. You, no, no, you no, asked no. me, you didn't ask it was, me. It was a genuine question. Do you want the question? You answered it anyway. Ask, ask me the question. No. You yeah, answered it anyway. <laughs> yeah, we don't ask him. We're not asking him the question. I'm not baiting. I asked him. No, don't ask him again. He's childish. He wants you to know he wants to do. Who listens to mainstream? <laughs> I hate this boss. In his fur coat as well, like, shut your bitch ass up. It's the muhahaha he tries to do as well. People don't know this criminal on WhatsApp. <laughs> For real, bro. He thinks he's because he's got the dreads up in a uh, bun. He thinks he's, he's better than someone. He thinks he's better than us, bro. So you don't want to disrespect me? Yeah, anyway, man. Yeah, Shut up your ass, bro. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> so up next, we have got our favorite rappers of the year. Top five. Top five. It's only going to be top five. All right, cool. Did you make a top 10? Yeah, what top 10 list? Who makes a top 10? Me. Pete, try to summarize that top five. Overly, pre- overly prepped. Um, oh, evidently. In that case, then, you can go first. Cool. So I've got Benny. Benny the Butcher. Um, is this in order or? No, no order. So Benny the Butcher, Freddie Gibbs, Black Thought, Ransom, and I'm gonna say, damn, damn, that's a tough one for me, man. Who's it out? That fifth spot. That's a tough one. Who's it out? Of? Are you um, I'm gonna say West Side Gun. I'm gonna say West Side Gun. Any rationale behind your choices? Um, I mean, I said earlier, Black Thought just raps better than everybody whenever he raps, and he's had a lot of features this year, um, and they've just been impeccable displays of of lyricism, man. Um, so, anytime he's being featured heavily, I just don't doubt that he's going to be rapping at a high level, and he did that a lot this year. So that's that's why he's in that. Um, Benny the Butcher kind of gives me the same feel. I don't think I've ever heard of Benny the Butcher whack verse. Um, same with Conway as well. Them Griselda boys, they're just they're, they're different, man. They them man, they just stay hungry. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like every verse that they they spit just sounds good. It's just high quality, no matter the type of beat it is. You know it just sounds really good. Um, so that's why I've got Benny and Conway in there. Westside Gun, he dropped two albums, um, in which, in my personal opinion, probably aren't even as good as the other albums in his catalog, but. Um, he, I feel like he's single-handedly responsible for where Griselda is at, and because of how, how um, I guess prominent he's been this year, I can't not put him in that top five. He's had a good year, um, and then my fifth one was Ransom. Just uh, did I say Ransom? I said I Ransom, right? I said Ransom. Yeah, um, yeah. He dropped three quiet EPs that were all just flawless, um, rapping at a very high level. So I just want to, you know, give him his credit. So that's why I've got him in my top five. But honorable mentions, I've got Matt Comey, um, Willie the Kid, Rock Marciano, 
very Stove God cooks. Very Peter choices. Um, so Peter choices. Boy. Very Peter choices. So yeah, man, that's that. That so rounds out my top five. Peter esque. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's it, man. Saluted honorable mentions as well. Yeah, man, big up. Good year for sure. Very much reflective of how much of a good year that section of rap has had oh, as well. For sure. For sure. 100%. Lyricism is back, bitch. It was, that, that bitch wasn't aimed at anybody. <laughs> I just said it. For real, man. Mohammed. You go. I want to hear yours. Oh, okay, fine. Cool. So yeah, mine one is a mixture of UK. Well, actually, it's more UK than um, US, surprisingly. Um, so uh, and again, it's an order. <laughs> Number five, I've got Novelist. Um, I feel like Novelist needs more praise because especially this year, he's dropped, a bit like on a ransom tip, he's dropped like three, four, maybe even five like very good EPs. And that ranges between rapping EPs and instrumental EPs because he's a producer as well. For those that don't know who Novelist is, he is a London-based rapper, producer um, from the Lewisham side of Ways. Um, and yeah, man, he's just been—he's—he's been, he's a grime MC who's just been doing it really at a high level since he first came into the scene in like 2014. And this year, he started doing this thing where he basically dropped something every week. I don't know if he dropped something every week, but he basically dropped like four or five EPs, and they're all of a high level. And his productions at a high level, his rappings at a high level, and I just feel like he is for the grime scene anyway. He's like one of our one of the new generations, like best if not the best in the new generation. So um, he definitely deserves his just due um, and I hope he continues. And he's still very young. He's like, what, 23? So he's going to be here for a long, long time. Yep. So shout out to Novelist. Um, at number four, I've got Conway the Machine. I feel like even though West Side Gun is responsible for all of Griselda's success, Conway surprised me this year. Even though I knew he could rap, like, He's just been rapping so well this year on such a consistent basis that it's very much surprised me. And when I first listened to Griselda, I always thought, who's better, Benny or Conway? For a long time, I thought it was Benny. I think this year has swayed me towards Conway. Um, from his album, King to, from King to a God, and even the um, the project he did with Big Ghost and Alchemist as well, Like he's just been so, so consistent. And yeah, man, I just feel like he, there's been few that have rapped as well as him this year. So he definitely deserves a mention. Absolutely. Number three, I've got Getz. Even though he hasn't dropped an album this year, he has easily been, at least in my mind anyway, the UK's MVP, because he's dropped some of its best singles from Mozambique to IC3. He dropped a tune like this week called Power Family, which is fucking sick. He left Earth this year. He left Earth this mm. year, and he is only getting better with age. He's like a fine wine. Every and feature he was in, boy, it killed. Exactly, and I'm not going to talk too much about Getz because he goes into one of my predictions for next year. But Getz has just been rapping at such a high level this year, and man, it's scary, man. It's scary how good he's getting. Like he's always been really, really good, but yeah, man, he's he, he's he's crazy with it. So you know, he's a number three, number two, Parcelliu. Again, he's just had an incredible year, and he's just been again, like I said, when it comes to albums and stuff, he has been as far as like UK debutants have gone. Like he's had one of the strongest years I've ever seen, and long may it continue. Like from the rec uh, from the singles to the, to the projects, like there's big things ahead for that guy. So shout out to Pass Out of You for what has been an incredible year. And at number one, I've got Freddie Gibbs um, for just continuing to wow me with his like, beat choices, with his rapping, with the fact that he's been able to drop since Pinata six years ago, consistently great to amazing albums. 
and long may that continue. He's probably going to be in my top five current rappers for a long time yet as well. And if he carries on, then maybe he might make top 10 for me of all time. So we'll see. But shout out to Freddie Gibbs and shout out to all the rappers I've mentioned. Hey, man. Mohammed? Cool. So me, I'm, I don't have an order because it's me. Am I the only organized one? In Peter's defense, he had a top 10. But there wasn't an order. Yeah, he's all over the place. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, so my one, I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why, but hey, man. <laughs> Can I say what a timer? Um, five, well, not five, but one I'm going to go with is Killer Mike. I feel like if you've got the best album of the year with me, for me, and I base the reason for your album being the album of the year for me is based on lyricism, then you've got to be in part of my favorite rappers of the year category. Do you know what I mean? If it's a different reason compared to others, where others might be more sentimental and yours is more based on the art of rap, then you've got to be my top five rappers of the year. So I've got Killer Mike there. I've got J-Elect here, just off the fact that he gave me two projects. You could have given me one and a half and I would have been all right with it. I could have cared less. Yeah, me if you're nodding yet, if you're shaking your head. <laughs> he didn't really. Now, this guy could have given me a five song EP and it would have been in my rap. He didn't really give us two projects though, did what? he? He didn't really give us two hey, projects. Hey, what can I say, fam? I'm hungry. The hackers gave us one project. Bro, I'm hungry. What do you want me to do? I feel you. <laughs> this guy could have given me a six song EP and I would have put him in my rap of the year. So J-Elect's got to be there just for that, that reason there alone. I've got Huss. I feel like being conspiracy for me is hands down the album in the UK. It's up there with the albums worldwide at this point now. And I feel like there's such a big gap. And I honestly feel like Huss is number one. And I feel like the gap is as big as it's ever been talent wise between Huss number one and whoever's number two. I don't think there's been a, ever been a gap that big in the UK. So it's whether it's been Kano and someone right next to him or Stormzy, someone's right next to him. Dave, someone's right. I feel like just talent wise, I think Huss is eclipse so many people it's a joke and I don't know if it's me talking at the time in a moment but I do feel like there's a big talent it's definitely warranted do you know what I mean I feel like it's a big gap like you know Huss ain't gonna let you down so I've got Huss there I've got Nas that's the fact that I fucked with Kings Z so much I've got Nas there as well and fifth this just for sheer emotional reasons I've got Pop Smoke I feel like you guys know I was singing Pop Smoke praises before he passed yeah. uh, you know I've, I've been singing Pop Smoke yeah. for a long time me and you were mad when it came on. Uh, where did we go to? Recess. Recess. Mm. And you remember our reaction? Peter didn't understand Peter that. Peter looked at us like we were, we were on drugs. That was this time last year, that I feel like. This, yeah, because yeah, I'd never heard yeah, that song before, man. Like, so I was like, yo, what is happening here? Yeah. I saw everyone going yeah. crazy. I was like, yo, have I been under a rock? Like, what's yes. going on? Yes. Well, you know you, you have. want him to come to you for what's the mainstream song? I hate you, <laughs> um, Yeah, so it's like, I was a massive pop fan. So it's like, when I found out that happened, it was like, fuck, man. I'm glad that album was what it was and yeah he he ended up being in my top five rappers um of the year so yeah that's my list for you do we have a five rackers rappers of the year oh man <laughs> oh god uh, there yeah, we I, go I, peter's just gonna name all the dialogue nah, bro, i don't even have rap. a list i don't Cold even have a list for yet. the wackers doesn't, it doesn't even matter wackest or just dumbest wackest because if i, I want to call whack dumb i'll just say he had a dumb year who had a dumb year cole with the whole no name thing to a certain extent Oh yeah, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, that happened this year, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. A lot of people forget Cole, mm. Little Wayne with the Donald Trump thing, Kanye with the Trump thing. Mm. Damn. Um, a lot of shit happened this year. Tory as Tory with the oh the, shit, yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah, been a yeah. lot of dumb people this year. Mm. Damn. Swarms. What happened to Swarms? What Swarms do? Not me. Crash that Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> For that, he's a dumb rapper. Yeah, family <laughs> just been being dumb rappers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me tell me I'm wrong. I mean, listen, you're you're right. All right. Stormzy for that album. Obviously Dutch and Octavian as well. Oh man, yeah. No, they're past dumb. 
I mean, yeah, they're passed down, but for argument's sake. Yeah, they're up there, boy. For sure. They're taking that crown, boy. Both of them. They can share it between them two. I don't look at Kanye like any different. I feel like he kind of lost his his powers with me a, a couple. Kanye of now is a yeah, musical he, genius, and that's it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean? I don't look at Kanye the same. We just look at Kanye as a musical yeah, genius, man. and that's it. We don't yeah, look at you. Yeah, that's it, man. In that case, then let's oh. move on to our final um, valuation of the year. And well, actually, no, it's not even evaluation of this year. It's evaluation of next year. So we're gonna get into our predictions for 2021. Let's get it cracked. Do you wanna do? Let's do our old ones first. Old one first? Yeah. All right, cool. So Mo had an idea, a stupendous idea, to uh, basically look back on our prediction from last year for this year and see how far we came along. Now, Mohammed. Yeah. What prediction for 2020 did you have? So my prediction was Kendrick was gonna drop an album. Hmm. Zara. In, in my defense, in my defense, I just want the record to show. Fuck your defense, we're good. Mohammed thinks he was right. However, I was not aware of COVID. What does you it have to do with anything? Blame me for COVID. Name me five main top ten main mainstream rappers that dropped albums. Like you said, it's I mean, Drake, quiet. Dropped a, Drake dropped a, Drake, 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 Drake dropped a, whatever that was. Drake would drop an album if in the Sahara Desert if he could. He's just like he's that. COVID is not an excuse for Kendrick not dropping. I an think album, COVID bro. is used for mainstream rappers not dropping an album. No. And I genuinely believe if it was hogwash. Why would Kendrick drop an album? Then he can't tour. Then he can't go on radio shows. There's not a lot you can do. Hogwash. Kendrick's not a heavy tourer anyway. Hogwash. He barely toured. No, I'm just saying. He barely toured down. I'm not. I'm just saying. Poppycock. I'm just saying. He was. He was on a media tour when he dropped down. He was. He Poppy done cock. a media tour. He done, he done some media sort of tour. tour. He done, it's enough. You barely done that with COVID. I'm just saying we don't know if COVID affected it. Yeah, you're, like re- you're, re- 20, you're reaching. Man. If he drops one in 2021, I mean, you're reaching, bro. You're Michael Jordan when his lo- when his arms extend in Space Jam. Are you mad not fully for it? You're reaching. Man. Absolutely not, bro. It didn't make Except sense. you no. miss instead of Jordan. It didn't right. make sense. No, nah, I take it back. Kendrick didn't drop an album because Kendrick was Kendrick in. He only had one verse this year. Reaching like Stretch Armstrong, bro. Hey, I see what you done there. He had one verse this year. We got your predictions to come, sir. Now I'll take that. I barely have predictions. So yeah, you were wrong, basically. But that's fine because it's Kendrick, isn't it? So we'll wait. I I was more than happy to wait anyway. It was more in hope. (laughs) With the amount amount of music that comes out, I'm good to wait, man. All right. So my one one was an L. It was. It was. Um, And Peter, what was your prediction? I think I said that it might be the beginning of the end for Drake. Um, I don't think this year is a true reflection on that prediction at all just because he had a quiet year. I think he's he stopped doing. He's not. He wasn't as prevalent. He wasn't on every tune. He wasn't on every hit song this year. So based on that, I don't think I was all the way wrong. But I think in a later episode, I did say that I might have been bugging. But did yeah. you did you did, too. I did yeah, say, yeah. yeah. So I don't necessarily still acknowledge that thought. But he had a quiet year. Did drop. he drop two C slide? I was just year. about to say that. Literally, uh, yeah, that yeah, was he did. Well, that, didn't, that didn't, that didn't, do nothing. I mean, it, your Tootsie yeah. sound was massive. Was it massive? Yeah, it was massive. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't. You'd be in your house. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was, was, it was massive. I mean, it was massive. Like, <laughs> Depending on how you feel about laugh now, cry later as well. Like that's a big tune as well. Like, of course, um, Greece and pop star. Yeah, and he dropped um his demo dark. Paradise and bullshit, Hedy, whatever. And the Heady song was this year as well. Which one? The Heady song. Oh, yeah, oh of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Don't make me have to ride by high schools. 
Arguably one of the verses of the year. As much as I hate to say it. He killed that. He killed that. I can't even lie. I'm not a fan of it. I've grown to it. I've grown to it. Yeah, I've grown on that as well. He killed that verse. It's like, come on, bro. That's not you. You got a tattoo of Skepton. Like, relax. He ain't got a tattoo of Skepton. He's got a tattoo of BBK. There you go. Having a tattoo of Skepton would have been absolutely insane. Yeah, because having a tattoo of BBK is dumb. Yeah, but it's not a man, is it? It's a logo. I thought you know. I'm not forever anyway. No, yeah, it's whatever. So we agree Pete was all the way bugging. Yeah, he was all the way wrong, for sure. But that's fine. As far as me, I had a couple. At first I said there was gonna be more UK US collabs, which I was kinda right. Like Skepta collabed with Kikuddy, Drake collabed with a couple UK drill producers. As I mentioned, Lord Apex and Vidon and Westside Gun collabed as well. So I guess I was kinda right, but I definitely feel like the US is acknowledging the UK a lot more. Um, so even though that's going to be like a slow and steady process, it's a step in the right direction. And obviously it's going to create good moments. Like the Skepta Kid Cudi song, like I'll never listen to Kid Cudi, but it was like all over the TL and like people were impacted by that song. So that's, that says something. So I was kind of right on that. Half glass, half, glass half empty, half full. Yeah, the, who was it again? The TikTok song. Which one? When first lockdown and then I think Baby jumped on it. Not Keisha Becky. There was a big song. I forgot how it went. But don't rush. Don't rush. The ba- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Young T and Bugsy. Right? Yeah, yeah. The baby jumped on that song. I think it was even the baby a little. Yeah, bit. it was the baby. Yeah, the baby jumped on that song as well. Yes, for sure. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, which stands to your point. There's you, that you, as well. You definitely won that one. You okay, cool. I've, I've got you a W on that. All right, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I also said that Royce the Five Nine will drop a great album, which I feel like I got right. Um, obviously, that's subjective, but you know, I'm sure other people will argue that, but. I really, I really enjoyed the album, um, and I feel like from the book of Ryan, which you know, obviously, is probably one of his best, if not his best. Um, following up was always going to be hard, but I feel like conceptually, production-wise, rapping-wise, the allegory ticks at all the boxes. So I feel like he dropped a great um, successor to that, to Book of Ryan. So uh, shout out to Royce for that. Um, I also said that a couple UK rappers would grow in stature, namely Slow Tie, Koji Radical. And Octavian, I mean, two out of three ain't bad. Um, Slow Tie has definitely grown in stature. Um, he's uh, prepping for his new album that's, pop- that's I think he's dropping next year. You know, he's collabed with like James Blake and, you know, he's recognised in that way. So he's definitely grown in stature. Koji Radical, I feel like every other month or every month he's dropping a new song or a new project and it, it's just elevated to a whole new level. Like I'm telling you, man, shit changed when he started rapping on beat. I'm telling you, it started changing and then he, he just started dropping, he started getting better. And yeah, I mean, he's definitely growing in stature and his mobile performance proved that. So shout out to them. And another prediction I had was, um, another prediction I had was also that Nicki Minaj won't retire, um, which I kind of got right because she was featured in a couple songs. I think she dropped a couple singles as well this year. So that's not retiring, is it? So, so you went free for free? Um, Yeah, I was free for free. Oof. I was free for free. Uh, you're shooting that MJ percentage, bro. Listen, man, I read the game in a different way. I salute to you. What can I say? You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, for real. Cool. That's a wash reference, but I feel you. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, he's that was like 50 years ago. But he's got the most points ever in the NBA, so I'm saying you don't miss. I didn't know that. Okay. So let's move on then to our predictions for 2021. I reckon that whatever happened this year is going to be total, total positive next year. I think the mainstream album releases are going to be ridiculous. I think there's going to be an album after album after album. I think it's going to be the most music we've ever consumed in a year. It's about to be what's happening. Because, depending on COVID, by the way, I think if COVID early 2021 
isn't really a thing anymore and we all get a vaccine, I think it's going to be a ridiculous amount of music that gets rolled out. Yeah, I think that's going to happen anyway. Um, Regardless of COVID. Yeah, man. Right. I think so. I think for this year, especially the bigger names, they probably saw it. They may have seen it as an excuse to just like lay low, but it's, it's coming, man. Yeah, there it's hasn't coming. been... There's been a few we already songs, know that too many compared to yeah. before. How, how, do you, how do you manage to consume music? Though? Do you still have time to sit with it? Or do you feel like one listen and then come back to it and then jump on the next thing? Because me personally, I find that if I'm like... In, Obviously, for the podcast, it depends on, I can yeah. listen to a lot more. Yeah. Um, but podcasts aside, I like to sit with albums. So that's why I don't catch everything. I catch things a lot later. I think it depends on the artist for me personally. Yeah. If it's an artist I care about, mm. I want to sit there and listen. If it's an artist that. Alright, cool. So and so's got an album. Like Big Sean. Big Sean's got an album. I'm not really. I will digest that guy to work. Like Do you get what I mean? Something's in the air, though, man. And I've been saying this for a while. Something's not quite right with the amount of music that's being put out and the amount of music that we're forced to Too much or too little? Too much. I think it's going to get worse like, next I year. I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know what it's called, but something is happening. And it's been happening for a few years where there's just so much music that we will have to consume. I don't know if it's because of the technology age. I don't know what it is, but it just doesn't. It feels like something is different where we just don't have that much time to consume, to sit with an album until we have to jump on the next thing. And maybe that's a personal thing, I don't know. But that's what it feels like. Um, I agree. It's definitely, it's, there's definitely way too much music out there. Um, there's way too many artists out there. There's way too many people dropping EPs or mixtapes. You also got to remember that certain artists are dropping multiple projects a year as well. Griselda, Bo- yeah, Boldy James, Ransom, Bear People. So there's that as well. For me, it's a one listen thing and then if I'm moved by it, I'll go back to it and then just move on to the next one because I'm trying to consume as much music as possible because I feel like in my spare time, I might not listen to as much music as I probably should. So, are we doing the artist a disservice because they take God knows how long to produce these albums for us to just give it one listen and then if we hear something that interests us on that one listen, we'll come back to it. That sounds harsh. Nah. Charge charge to the game. Charge it. Charge it to the game. I told you it depends on who it is. And it depends on the type of fan you are. It depends on the type of fan you are. Like you might enjoy more of an album than I do and you might want to go back to an album more than I do. And that there's nothing wrong with that. There's just it just depends on the fan. Like some fans are more like surface level and some fans want a a deeper connection with said album. So it very much depends on where you stand. And just because you might move on to another album very quickly doesn't mean you don't have a connection with the album you'd previously listened to. So it very much depends, but yeah, man, it's just there's way too much music out, man. Way too I'm much. Not gonna, I'm not gonna sit there and try to decipher a big short album, bro. Nah, I'm there's no guy to work, fam. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? There's no need. Whereas a Jay Electronic, I want to sit down really. S- some music. We're gonna get to the some music is just background music, innit? And yeah, that's and it always and it all, yeah, it, exactly. No disrespect, but whatever grabs you will grab you. But I think next year is going to be a ridiculous amount of music that gets consumed. I just wanna, um, I wanna slow down. Man. I don't, I don't think it, that's what I'm saying. That's why. I feel I, like years ago I used to sit with music a lot more, but I feel like in like this year particularly, I just haven't sat with albums, rap albums like I would want to. Yeah. I think other genres of music is a lot easier to, because with like R and B, for example, or like a jazz album, you don't necessarily, you can hear it without listening, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? So like, I don't have to really concentrate. But I've got rap albums. Where I like the to core of it is like the lyricism, concepts, yeah. the lyrics, the flows. Like what's being conveyed um, and I feel like this year for some of these albums I haven't really been able to like that maybe I've given them like two or three listens tops and I'm usually more than that do you know what I mean 
you know what I'm saying? So, I think going into next year, I want to slow down as far as like my listenership of you guys. Do you think it's also the type of year it was? Because you lot said that this year was more underground, that you're forced to take your time with it more. Whereas if it's a mainstream album or popular artist, you don't need to sit with it so long. Do you know what I mean? I think it's the opposite. I think because the underground was releasing so many quality You've got to sit with it a bit more. No, I feel like I was being rushed to to, to make sure. The only reason I say that is because I thought you might want to hear it more than you would want to hear a popular person dropping out. Uh, Does that make sense? Album, for example, um, I didn't get to sit with as long as I, I sat with Nas's album. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Just because it was all back to back to back to back. I thought it would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. difficult to catch everything. I see what you're saying. Um, so yeah, I just want to slow down. I'm just talking from a mainstream level next yeah. year. I'm just saying from a mainstream level, I think it's going to get to a point where summertime or April, May, June, mm. it's going to be a release like every other week of someone that is of some Even if, if that's the case, I'm still going to try and like blind myself to something. Like, unless it's like a major artist, I'm going to try and like just like be deaf and blind to it, just so that I can just slow down. Because that's how you get anxiety, bro. When you feel like you've got to catch up with all these albums coming out, that's how you start building anxiety. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, just for like peace of mind, bro, I want to like slow down. As much as I want to slow down, I also, there's also this desire to want to listen to like the things that, you know, might pique my interest. So, there's always going to be that desire. Um, and this year has taught me that, you know, you don't have to listen to everything as soon as it releases. Like, The Allegory, for example, that dropped, what, in like March or April? And I only just got to it in this December. So, like, there's no reason for you to have to feel like you're, you have to listen to something as soon as it comes out. Unless it's something that really piques your interest. Like, Pass Value, I listened to that the day it dropped because I was so excited for yeah. it. Whereas other ones that I might not have been so excited for, but I would have been, I would have liked to listen to they can wait a little bit longer. And as soon as like we get to 2021, there's still going to be loads of albums from this year and the previous year and the previous year that you haven't got to that you may have saved on your Spotify or your Apple Music and you haven't got to yet. So that's just where we're going. That's where we're headed. Um, you just got to do it in your own time, really. Um, you're just, you just got to accept the fact you're not going to catch everything. It's just not possible. Like there's not enough hours in the day. You know what I'm saying? Mohammed, I yeah. think we were doing your predictions still. My one is the fact that Everyone's coming out of an album. That's my prediction. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you and, the, and I think the three-headed monsters are going to come out of an album. <laughs> three-headed monsters. Yeah, I think Cole, Kendrick, and Drake are coming out of an album. I think the order is going to be Kendrick with the best album, Cole with the second, Drake with the third. Quote me on that. Because it might Thank be Cole's last one. Because they're talking about Miami's last album. I think it'll be really good. No, I still think Kendrick's going to have the best album though. If we had to just is it meant to be Cole's last album? Nah, fall off. He still, he was still. Let's talk about that. He was. He's hinted at retirement. Hint, Cole star. He's not retiring. Yeah, he ain't retiring. He ain't retiring. Shit. My 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 guess for twenty twenty, calling guy nowhere. He's not going anywhere. Anyway, so we're gonna go to my predictions. I've only got Oof. three. Um, I think Kendrick is gonna drop the album of the year if he drops. Album of the year. Album of the year. Um, because he's just that guy in it. He's got that source. Um, and even if you might not necessarily like what he has to bring out, um, the hype around it is obviously gonna help. But there's never been a Kendrick album that you've disliked. So for that reason, I feel like he's going to drop the album of the year. Um, not to, and that's not to say I've got high expectations. I just feel like you don't need to have high expectations with, with Kendrick. Do you though? Do, is this, do you, uh, what is your expectations for this album in terms of- I don't have any. If you had to compare your expectations to each of his albums, where does this rank? Do the pressure I mean? was, the pressure for me as a fan, the pressure was highest after Good Kid. Since then, it's, it's, it's been Gucci. It's been, yes, it's been absolutely Gucci. Like, 
he's exceeded he's exceeded such high expectations for me that at this point we can't I don't really have high expectations anymore because I know he's just going to deliver quality and he's going to deliver amazingness which he has from day dot so I don't really have expectations like that anymore I just know that I'm going to I'm probably going to love what he has to offer and I feel like it's just going to be amazing anyway because playing devil advocate isn't you saying he's going to have out of the year pressure um yeah of course but he has shown that he can live up to pressure yeah, yeah, like I don't think pressure is a thing for him. It's just the fact that he takes three to four years out to make albums shows you that he is not one f- to get pressured. And he doesn't do this fake going out. He really disappears. Yeah, he lives life. He yeah, like he's one of these guys that you still see his face. You don't see Kendrick. Exactly. Yeah, like he's good with that. You don't see Kendrick. And he takes t- he takes his time. He takes his time. He crafts. He takes, risks. he takes risks and he crafts all of his music meticulously and. That's one of the few, one of the many things I love about him. Yeah, so yeah. for that reason, I feel like with everything that he's done so far and just the meticulousness of his approach and his qualities, whatever he drops is going to be the album of the year um, in the US side of things. On the UK side of things, Getz is going to drop the album of the year. Inshallah. Inshallah. Um, and yeah, <laughs> Manifest man, it, bro. Manifest it. Manifest it. Um, yeah, man. I just think off the back of this year, ah, man. Like I said, I mean, we've already heaped enough praise on him this 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 episode, but... Yeah, man, he's he's definitely got something cooking, and whatever he does have cooking when it drops, yeah, man, it's it's gonna blow a lot of people out of the water, man, for sure. I thought his last album and the album before were great, but this one is shaping up to be possibly a UK classic. If it is, where does it change your rankings in terms of where it gets hits? Well, he's one of my favorite. He's in my top five anyway. Okay. But as far as I mean, and, he, and he's still like for me one of the best the UK's ever produced. I agree with you. Um, he's in my top five as well. Top ten UK all time obje- on an objective level. I don't think anyone can argue that. But yeah, man, I think this album, if it's as amazing as I think it's going to be, it's going to take him to another level for sure. Okay. Um, my final prediction. Stormzy's going to address Chip. Say that again? Stormzy is going to address Chip. Do we care? Yes, we do. Once he addresses him, we will care. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Bro, where, so the what? window's not closed. Do you know how The window's not closed. We are because, because Lady Leisha and Ivorian Doll, Lady Leisha dropped a song making light of the reason why Ivorian Doll became a trending topic. Um, year and nine months later, Ivorian Doll drops her daily duppy in response and basically calls Leisha a bitch. And a few months later, Leisha responds. That was cloud chasing though. There's no statue of limitations when it comes to beef, clearly. Like, obviously we were talking about in previous episodes that, you know, the timing was important and shit, but it doesn't really matter anymore, to be honest. Um, he will have us all watching. I just want to say something, man. UK MCs out there, there are certain MCs that you just do not want to hear. On that list is as follows. Nole, Lady Leisha, that's all I got. What, you ain't got you ain't got put chip in there? You don't want it with Lady Leisha. Like, all jokes aside, you do not want it with Lady Leisha. Leave her alone. She will dish you in seven different accents. Bro. The word, the word. Yeah, don't even talk at her. Yeah, the word play these lot got, it's just, like, you could tell Ivorian don't thought about for 10 hours. She was sitting at home thinking about that. I'm Alicia. But But um, yeah, leave Lady Leisha alone, man. You don't want it with her. Exactly. You don't. What's she done to Paige Keiki? You just don't want it with her. Which was even more disrespectful than what she yeah, did to Ivorian Doll. Exactly. Bro. Which let me know that Leisha's mad, you know? Because they were in a relationship and she dissed her ex. No, but Paige like, said, no, said first. 
Yeah, Paige he sent first. Listen, I feel I get it, but fucking hell. It's crazy, bro. But anyway, I feel like Stormzy's gonna address Chip. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be a song, but there'll probably be a sub there, here or there that Chip will, will catch. I just feel like Stormzy is way too much of an MC to just leave it alone. And Stormzy's got an advantage now at people not expecting anything from him. People think it's gonna be so one-sided that that can work towards you. There's a lot of pressure on Chip if Stormzy does that. Only if the diss itself is great. So when you're known as the the killer, there's pressure on you. If Stormzy did, if Stormzy mollywops him, you saying that's not gonna happen? It's pressure. No, it's not. It's it. So what is it? It's not pressure. Once, when you've got expectation on someone, there's pressure with someone, yeah, but right? I'm telling you what's not going to no, that's it's pressure, my bro. Happen. I agree with you. I'm saying, no I'm saying, there's. I cannot see Stormzy. Nobody can. I'm saying, I, I can't. I'm not saying he can. I'm not, I can't see it at all. I think Chip's gonna. I think Chip's gonna have a field day. I'm just saying. I'm not saying Stormzy can't win. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. I don't think he's gonna get Molly whooped either. I'm just saying because people looking at Stormzy like he has no chance. Molly whooped these guys. Very no one's looking at Stormzy. Like I think a lot of people are looking at Stormzy like he's got no chance nah, against Chip. I'll be honest with you. Chips, chip. Nah. So you gotta have a, it's gonna be a long day. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? You're on social media. I think a lot of people think Stormzy don't stand a chance. So Honestly. No, I mean, you're probably right. I think there's a there's always a section of, of people that feel like Stormzy hasn't got a chance. But to Peter's point, what's not going to happen is Stormzy's gonna molly whop chip. That's it's ne- just not possible. That's not gonna happen. I'm just right. I think there's some people that think Stormzy can't even win. Molly was He can't win. win. That's my point. To say Stormzy can't win, he, can win. he that, How? Bro, to say Stormzy can't win. Well, that's how? It's not like Stormzy can't right, rap. Tell me how. It depends how you're measuring winning. Now, if we're talking lyrical ability, Chip is the better MC. So, based on that, he can't beat Chip. What angle does that's he that's what I mean. As far as producing the better diss track, Stormzy can do that. What, it just depends on what angle you come from. If Stormzy comes from the right angle. Chip's not going to take it easy on Stormzy. Hey, man. I hope you're right, Jimmy. You hope I'm right? I hope you're right. Hey, man, we'll see. I mean, obviously, like, I don't know, man. I think... Maybe I'm shitting on Stormzy a bit too much, but I just don't know, man. I don't know if he's capable of this, to be honest. Like, he might drop a couple good, cool diss tracks, but is he gonna win the beef? I don't see it happening, bro. We'll see. We shall see. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. And I think that's it for our roundup episode, guys. 43 episodes in, and it's gonna be more of that to come. Stop us, nothing will stop us, bro. Cold. We're doing okay. We're doing okay. Moles are man of the people. COVID. We said we sold it through last week. Done a lot, man. We're good, man. I just appreciate the listeners, man. You know what I mean? Like whether it's one listener, ten listeners, a hundred listeners, I just appreciate people taking time out of their day just to hear our opinions and just hear what we have to say. Imagine waiting. That's, that's dope. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's a bit weird too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who waits for my? We chat shit more time. I salute to Complex one last time, bro. That rap. That is the best feeling I've had this year. Us being on Complex might be the biggest. That might be the. That's the best thing I had this year. You can't lie. Seeing our podcast on Complex is a different feeling. That's a madness. That's not play play. It is. Sign up our powers. Shit, the way he's like wet for Yemi. He's used <laughs> to this, bro. Yemi's a different human being. Listen, listen. I'm I'm forever grateful for every acknowledgement we get, for every opportunity we get, and there's gonna be more. Hey man, I appreciate Inshallah, you. in Jesus' name. I appreciate I appreciate you too. Appreciate you both as well. And I don't know how we st- I don't know how we haven't got locked off in 43 episodes. <laughs> nah, really and truly. I just don't understand <laughs> it. Yo, if you had, if these not saw me before. What if they ever saw the group chat? <laughs> oh my god. 
Maybe we'll free up the thing next year. If they uh, saw the way, yeah, we had to censor us before <laughs> when we was in PCR, but we weren't sure oh, the set up. But hey, all part of the journey that you're now seeing in real time. So hey, salute to again, everyone. Appreciate from it. us at the Rams Like Dines podcast, we'd like to thank you for your listenership. Um, we'd like to wish you a very Merry Christmas, whatever you're doing, wherever you're at. Obviously, um, COVID in the UK anyway has kind of fucked everything up but we hope that you're able to find peace and happiness in this period uh, we wish you a very happy new year as well wherever you're at whatever you're doing and we shall see you in 2021 so uh, if there's nothing else lads hey man happy new year happy new year man peace to the gods and the earth he just had to pull that up Bro, one like last that. time I'd for even, 2020 I'd even bite for you hey, right we shall see you in 2021 2020 can fuck off it could do one bro <laughs> fuck 2020 we will see you soon Take care and peace.